Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbalay. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about the D&D game. I think I've run two, maybe three, three of these games now. And we're now moving to a bi-weekly cadence, which has seemed to be demanded by the players of this particular game. And what that means for me is that rather than once a month, it's every two weeks that I need to be considering new narratives, new plots, new twists, new traps, new tricks, new components. And what's interesting to me is initially this campaign was based very lightly on a really old module written in the late 1970s that I put in some tweaks. But now it's become a thing in and of itself that every few days I reflect on. I have a huge, well, when I say a huge number, let me think about how many in total. Probably about 120 miniatures, all painted exactly the same way. They're all initially white, and then I just dunk them in a kind of, I don't know, grey varnishy thing that applies a coating of grime. It kind of gets deeper in the crevices and then flows over the high points. So the miniatures that I'm using are very uniform for the game. And I also... Having watched The Dwarvenaut, which is on Netflix and a variety of other places, Hulu, and I think you can buy it on iTunes. This is about a fellow who masterminds primarily dungeon, but also township and various other kind of plaster, except it's not plaster, it's a, some kind of polymer cast or something like that that he makes this dungeon material out of. So I bought two sets of those, painted them up, and I'm using that in the campaign as well. It's a means of addition. But the addition of the miniatures is actually really fascinating because I've tried to illustrate through these short funk recordings periodically that I'm actually probably a bit of a hoarder, maybe a closet collector of these things. And I backed various Kickstarters associated with making, I don't know what they were, halfling maybe, some gnomes, some dwarves. So I've got a bunch of miniatures that I'm just discovering and then immediately painting up and putting into the game so I can utilise these things in something like... Once a miniature has been used, actively used, it gains a different kind of value. I have some miniatures that my painter friend, former Facebook friend, Fred Reed, painted for me, and he actually played a game with them, Games Day 2004. These miniatures have a different place in my collection than the standard pristine miniatures that he painted up for me. These are, have seen combat. They have a slightly different reality to them. So wherever possible, I'm injecting the miniatures that I can get in this D&D adventure. So they become part of the roster of miniatures that are used in this game. And increasingly, the game is getting more complicated. There are more people getting involved. Word has spread within the hallowed halls of Netflix. that There is a game of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition going round. And a number of the participants coming from other teams, even outside Netflix. It's becoming a thing in and of itself. Really, for me, a thing of beauty. A thing that represents mainly narrative elements. I mean, obviously, there's fantasy components, there's hoarding components, there's a lot of background knowledge. But really, it's about casting a narrative, creating an adventure, a story, a plot, twists and turns that people will take various components that the adventurers need to work their way through. This is what I'm finding very interesting associated with this particular game. And the players are very receptive to this. They're very interested in the narrative. They want more as we are moving now to a bi-weekly cadence. And in this light, my anticipation is that this D&D game could go on for years, potentially. 
I don't know what will happen in terms of the number of people that are being added to the roster periodically. I have talked to people perhaps about dividing the group in half, but for now, everyone who is there wants to be there in the format that it is in currently. And in this light, I will continue to pursue the D&D game as a thing fundamentally a fellowship, but also as an ability to use narrative in a way which is very dynamic, which sometimes I enjoy through these podcasts, but actually represents something considerably more practical in a D&D game. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.